Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen. And so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another edition of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. Tonight, it's another mini-episode, and it's episode 135, and we are talking about the new theatrical release, Unfriended. And oh boy, are you in store for an earful. So there's going to be no must, no fuss this episode, no intro, no voicemails, no chatty chat, just review, and we're out, and I'll see you with Doug Shapiro and Trainine when we take a sail down the Nile for episode 136 real soon. Enjoy. Wash away my trouble, wash away my pain with the rain and Shambhala. Hey, wash away my sorrow, away my shame with the rain and Shambhala. Brothers and sisters, my congregation of beautiful, beautiful screamers, we are gathered here today. We are gathered here today to celebrate life. And we are here today to celebrate love. Our love for each other. Our love for a genre of horror movies. Our love for our fellow man. But we are also here today to condemn To condemn children. To condemn a film that has been unleashed on the general population. A film that is dripping with sin. Not just one kind of sin. Many, many unspeakable kinds of sins. The sin of shoddy script writing. The sin of unlikable characters, the sin of illogic, the sin of bad improv, the sin of too many F-bombs, but most condemning, the sin of celebrating obnoxiousness. Can I get an amen because that film that we are here today to talk about It's called Unfriended. Now, if you are faint of heart, children, if you feel that you are unable to resist the temptation, I suggest you leave the auditorium right now. I suggest that you close your eyes and you close your ears because, my children, I need to show you. I need to play for you the trailer.
Hold on tightly to each other, children. Because this is devil's work. You want to take some pictures? <laughs> Post it. I need another drink. Dude, look, look. Laura. <laughs> Now, before I go a second further into the discussion of this quote-unquote movie, I have to say, I have not been feeling well for quite some time now. My allergies have been in overdrive. I've probably talked about this already, but you know what? Deal with it. I've been to an allergist. It's not helping. I'm in a bad mood. I was in a bad mood when I saw this movie, and I'm in a worse mood trying to talk about it. And as I just said on Facebook and on Twitter, every time I sit down to try to record something about this, to warn you off of it, to save you some money. I just want to vomit. I, I, that's not really true either. It's like I think of a million other things I would rather be doing. Even shit I don't want to do, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I'll go do that instead because I just don't want to talk about it because this movie is obnoxious from start to finish. Okay, it's the story of these six horrible people who get exactly what's coming to them. Now, in case there's any doubt, I'm going to be spoiling the shit out of this. If you really want to see the movie, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter because it's all in the goddamn trailer. And it's found footage, sort of, so you know how it's going to end. Right? Of course, right. Now, a year ago, this gal killed herself at a high school in front of everybody, shot herself with a pistol right there on the sporting fields because some video of her had been posted. Now, we don't know exactly what happened in the video, not right away. And she became a laughingstock and then killed herself. You know, everybody was calling her a slut and a whore and that she should die, and so she did. Now, we flash forward to a year later, and now we're looking at her friends, quote, unquote, friends. These six people who are all having this inane chat on Skype. 
Now, of course, this movie copies the format of the den in which the screen is like your screen of a computer. So you're seeing windows moving around. You're seeing, you know, multitasking, you know, Skype's running, Twitter's running, Facebook is running. Everything's just going, going, going. And that's, that's, that's a cool concept. Modern Family did an episode like this earlier this year. And even that was more successful than this movie. Why? Because the people on the, both the den and this were likable. So it's these six people yapping endlessly. Is it five? It's five. I think it's five. One, two, three. Doesn't matter. Let's say five. And even though it is the year anniversary of the death of their friend, none of them are seeming particularly insightful or reflective or guilty. Or even sad. It's just another day, and they're just having inane conversations this loud. This is the problem. The first problem I have with this movie that since everything's recorded over Skype, apparently the whole movie was made over Skype, and you're using Skype microphones that have been compressed to come out of computer speakers, which have then been blown up into Dolby Digital surround sound. You want to talk about painful? Try five. Teens going, bye, hi, repeatedly, directly in your ear, all of them at the same time. They do that a lot. First of all, hi, bye is over. It's long over. And I was just, stop doing that right now. Now, before we get into the main conversation that they're having, it starts off with our main girl, I don't know anybody's names because not only does nobody really have names, well, I guess they do, but they're so indistinguishable from each other. And they all have the exact same personality, which is douche. Five flavors of douche. We have our main girl, and she's kind of having this, you know, video, timid little cyber sex session with her boyfriend over Skype. You know, a little titillation, a little tease, until he pulls a giant knife on her. He's like, I'm going to cut your fucking blouse off, you bitch. Show me your tits now, right, bitch? No, granted, this is happening over Skype, so she's never in any real threat, but she's like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Oh, my God, it's so hot when you pull a knife on me. I'm like, okay, so we're starting this off with rape. Rape. In this rape culture, we're doing this? I'm like, all right, I have no sympathy for either one of you two. Immediately. Then all of a sudden, all their friends are like, Oh my god, you're having Somerset! We saw the whole thing! Harpies. Harpies. Now the friends are, okay, I'm just gonna go with what I know. You have main girl. You've got her boyfriend. You've got the other dude. This, there's a third dude. There's, um, there's a third character who's literally just the other dude. The guy that's not her boyfriend. There's the blonde slutty girl. With an alcohol problem. There is the fat computer geek. There's, the, there's another girl who, as they describe, is that the only person who likes, let's just say her name is Tara. The only person who likes Tara is Tara. And this is a huge problem with the movie, is that not only are these people unlikable, these friends don't really seem to like each other. They do horrible things to each other, and they're okay with that. Like, it's just a normal thing. This is even before anything supernatural happens. I'm like, you kids are despicable. And everything is inane. All the girls talking up speak. So, like, everything sounds like a question. 
or they sound like Kardashians and everything's back in the throat. I'm up spec. So I hate you all. In the middle of this, you know, all of a sudden there's, a, there's an extra person on the Skype call. There's just a little Skype symbol. And they're like, oh my God, who is that? Oh my God. And of course, all this is punctuated with the key sign of bad improv is that they're dropping F-bombs left and right for no reason. I think if you took out every one of the F-bombs, the movie would run about 25 minutes, which it would actually be palatable. More palatable. Still not a good movie, but palatable. I'm going to come back to that because now weird things start going on. Posts start showing up on people's Facebook pages that they didn't make. And thing like, oh my god, what's happening? What the fuck is happening? Oh my god, I can't believe you're fucking doing this. Or like things we're posting, like it's like they're posting things about each other, but nobody's posting it. You know, drunken photos and you know slutty pictures. And oh my god, why are you posting that picture? I'm gonna take it down right now. And they're trying to take it down, but it won't come down. I'm like, I didn't do it. Well, obviously, I did it. Oh my god, now you tell totally it did it. Now you did it. Oh my god, fuck, 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 fuck. Now, it's not long before somebody starts to figure out that maybe it's Laura. Somebody's, somebody's using Laura's account, that Laura is the dead girl. Using Laura's account, and they're getting messages from Laura. And the boyfriend sends main girl this to this site that is all about contacting the dead online. And the first thing it says is, do not respond to messages from the dead online. So what does she immediately do? She answers the message from the dead girl. So I said, okay, so this is now a This One Bitch movie. Everything that's going to happen from here on out is because you answered the goddamn text. Now, the other thing it said on this page was that usually ghosts are there to seek a confession about some wrong that was done to them. And the only way to dispel them is to confess. So not only do you get how not to create the problem, you're giving the solu- given the solution on how to solve it, both of which are ignored by everyone. All they had to do was say, I'm sorry. Say, I did this to you and I'm sorry. And nobody does. They kind of do at certain points, even to each other when they're when they're when things are being revealed. Because the ghost is playing a game with them. Never have I ever slept with anybody in this chat. And of course, people are like, oh my god, you slept with him. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> that was my personal favorite. Somebody actually says one video of her having sex with somebody that is not her boyfriend with main girl. And she goes, it was an accident. Whoopsie, I was just walking around naked and I slipped and I fell directly on his penis. And as I struggled to get off of him, I got him off and so did I. So stupid, so stupid. And I guess, you know, I'm going to be old man now. I'm going to say, is this a millennial thing? Is this a millennial thing just not to own up to anything that you've done? To take no responsibility, everything is always somebody else's fault? Is that how it is now? Because nobody else in the audience seems to be bothered by this. It's like, confess what you've done. Own it. And we can all move on. Confess to this ghost, she'll go away. Tell her that you're the one who posted. Main girl is the one who posted the video. The one that got her killed. The one that made the girl kill herself. And actually, the video wasn't that bad. Because first of all, the girl that's dead was immediately described as a bully. And on the video, she's just shown being awful. Bullying people and being awful. And then eventually, she's passed out in an alley and she's pooped herself. And that's what she killed herself over. It wasn't like a sex video 
or you know she got roofied and the whole team wrote her or something like that and she's been shamed that way or she's you know with so much actual bullying going on of like gay and lesbian teens and bi teens and transgender teens and you know the underdog kids that are actually committing suicide for real valid reasons besides pooping yourself who hasn't pooped yourself right the book is called everybody poops right everybody poops sometimes you poop yourself i pooped myself in cvs and i talked about it in public own it own it god damn it even on the book cover like the little boy poops the cat poops the horse poops and i guess the apple poops i don't know why there's an apple on the cover but there is okay so i guess apples poop because everyone poops now, one of my main problems, aside from everybody being obnoxious and completely unlikable and deserving of what they're getting, my problem is another side of bad improv and bad acting in general is that for the majority of the movie, they are shrieking at each other, shrieking and crying and blubbering nonstop into these tinny microphones, which are then, of course, I said, magnified a zillion times, so you hear all the fucking imperfections and feedback, and it's just painful to listen to. But I also had to say, this is something I learned early on. If you've been in a scene and been doing something for a long time, particularly crying or yelling, you got to make another choice at some point. Okay, you're not achieving what you want by doing this, why don't you try another tact? Okay? Okay, just try anything. Take it down from 11 to about a 4 for a while. So then you can ranch it back up. Ranch it? That's a word now. You can ranch it back up when things get intense. But if you are screaming nonstop, fuckity fuck, 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 I don't care anymore. I just don't care. And also, everything is through Skype. So nobody's really looking at each other or the camera. So it's all these shots of people, like, crying but, like, looking down, like, with ugly Skype photos. And so everybody's eyes are weird. You know, they're, like, they're not looking at their camera. So, therefore, you're not, they're not looking at us. And all tension in film comes from eye contact. Eye contact from other people on screen or with the people that are watching. The window to the soul is in the eyes. Michael Caine. Watch Michael Caine on acting. DVD. Even if you don't, it's a huge insight into filmmaking and how you connect with people. There's no connection between any of them because apparently even they filmed all their segments separately. And then they put them all together, which I guess is why it's a whole huge fucking mishmash. And just apologize for what you did. You did a shitty thing. I'm the coach from Karina. That was a really shitty thing you girls did. A really shitty thing. It was a shitty thing. And that, granted, the dead girl did a shitty thing in her pants, but that's not the point right now. But you turned everybody against her, and she was your friend. This is how you treat your friends? And this is socially acceptable? What is wrong with the youth of America today? I found the whole movie completely obnoxious from start to finish. And when everybody was finally dead at the end, I was quite happy. And here's the thing. They completely missed their target audience. This movie would have been fine if it was PG-13. Why do you say that, Patrick? Because the violence, A, is in the trailer. B, whenever something scary or violent happens, conveniently that Skype camera gets all pixelated and stuttery. Or goes black. So you never really get to see much of what's going on. So the violence is a PG-13 level. What's not a PG-13 level? An F-bomb every three seconds. 
So your teen audience is not able to get into this. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? And I know MTV could do better. Granted, they didn't make the movie. They just bought the movie. But still, they did My Super Psycho Sweet 16, which was a hell of a lot of fun and smart and gory and did everything right and was able to do it in a made-for-TV format. Whereas this is just an obnoxious mishmash of people that I don't care about who are just doing horrible things. They are people that I want to see die. And then when they die, I don't get to see it. So fuck you. And whoever made the movie needs to learn the importance of an occasional bit of silence. Silence can be very scary. There's not a bit of silence in this. There's always somebody screaming or screeching or crying or blubbering or whatever. Or whatever. Unfriended was one of the worst movie experiences I've had in a long time. And talking about it hasn't even been pleasant either. And once again, I don't even know if I'm coherent because I just want to get through this. I'm banging this out, and I don't like banging this show out. There's lots of things I like to bang out, but not this show. I like to measure what I say, for the most part, and make some comprehensible sense. But this movie didn't make any fucking sense because it was an insult to me. And it was an insult to the horror community. You've got really smart things coming down the pike that can't get a movie, a, a distribution even, much less a theatrical release. And you've got this crap... It's absolute crap, and it's at number three. Granted, it's the it's the number three movie of the week, but number two is Paul Blart Mall Cop Part Two. So you know, there's America in a nutshell. But God Almighty, it's just. And I guess they changed the title. The original title was Cybernatural, which is a better title than Unfriended. And I guess, from what I understand. MTV was concerned that Cybernatural would give away that it was a ghost and not a person doing it. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Log the fuck off. Block all these people's accounts. Well, they're dead anyway, but block everything. Block this movie. Block this out of my memory. <laughs> now remember, I suffered, so you don't have to. If you must see the movie, wait to video, because it will actually probably be much better on the screen that it was supposed to be on, either a TV screen or a computer screen, because a movie screen was too fucking big. The thing I did notice that I thought was interesting was how every time the AO, uh, AOL, how old am I, the Facebook Messenger noise went off or the Skype bloop went off, how I responded like Pavlov's dogs. Look up, dip, dip, dip. So I am conditioned to be part of this, you know, community as well that I just respond to these things like that but you know what I don't give a shit about these people I'm glad they're dead do you hear me do you hear me the other thing is I'm not done all of them all of them are on camera drinking and smoking pot and talking about getting weed and molly for some concert that they're going to and blarty 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 blar 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 they are screaming up a storm, like I said, for a good hour and 15 minutes. And yet, where are your parents? Do you have any siblings? Did nobody hear all of this? Is nobody home in any of your houses? Okay. Okay. And then towards the climax at a certain point, an alarm goes off and everyone goes, ah, it was one of the few good scares of the movie, but it was just an alarm reminding main girl that she has an exam tomorrow. So I said, you have an exam tomorrow? This is a skull night? And you were all drinking and smoking pot on Skype till all hours of the morning? 
I just gave you an exam right now, girl, and you just failed. You all failed. This movie failed, and life failed. Uh, unfriended. Don't do it. I go hunting for witches. Heads up, go some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches! <laughs>